All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. Uh, we are so excited that you are here. If this is your first time listening or watching it on YouTube, Temporal Eternal is all about focusing on eternity, having eternity in the forefront of our minds, of our priorities, um, both in our personal life, not just our church life, and even in our in our career and our families, right? That we are keeping that to the forefront of, of our minds and that our actions and decisions are based upon thinking about our eternity with Jesus in heaven as Christians. So uh, today I have a special guest with me. He is a very good friend. I've known, uh, his name is Yanni Herrera, and I've known him for over a decade now. Can you believe it, Yanni? Come on, bro. It's a long time. It's a long time. That's uh, that that definitely ages us a little bit too. I mean, the facial hair oh, makes us look, you know, a little bit more mature and and older. But uh, Yanni is um, Yanni runs the youth ministry at a, is a Bridge Church. Is that correct? Yeah, Bridge Church. Bridge in Church in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you guys aren't familiar with Arizona, uh, Phoenix um, is obviously the largest city in Arizona. Just that whole metro area, but it is really really hot. Um, it's 110 degrees where Yanni's at. They have like pine trees. They have grass. The mountains. They have like 60 and 70 degree weather. And then your Boston boy over here gets jealous during winter because they even get snowed sometimes as well. So um, envious of you where you're where you're at, Yanni. But hey, we're super excited to jump in the conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll kind of let Yanni uh, give some context. But, you know, he's recently um and how long you been how long you've been overseeing the youth now how long has it been well, since january so about okay. seven months now. so seven yeah. months so he, he's recently yeah. uh, done that and we were just kind of talking about um about what that looks like right about taking over um you know a, a youth ministry and so the kind of the theme for our episode today is builders over dreamers and the whole premise and the whole thought process is a lot of people dream Right. And a lot of people have uh, visions and ideas and some of them are from God and some of them aren't, you know, just to, just to mm -hmm. clarify, I am very much a visionary. I have a lot of ideas that come to mind. I think of a lot of different ideas um, and I don't always execute on all of those ideas. Um, and some of them maybe are of God and I just I don't take the time or I prioritize other things from doing that. And so our challenge is really, man, if God's given you something creative, if God's spoken to you in such a way, if he's if he's given you a vision, right, uh, maybe it's a vision to start a ministry. Maybe it's a vision to start a business. Maybe it's a vision of who God wants you to be in the business world. Maybe it's a vision of who he wants your family to be, right? Whatever that is, like there has to be action on that vision. So God can give us the vision, but our, our accountability, right? Like our side of things is now doing what he's saying that we're supposed to be do and start to build and start to walk, you know, to and walk, you know, uh, through what he has laid out for our lives. Right. And so it's a, it's a really fascinating conversation because I know this has been a learning experience for you, Yanni, just you know, you and I were in master's commission for a number of years. We had the awesome opportunity of traveling and preaching like a ton across the country yeah. and, and, and even other countries. Right. And so we, we visited a lot of ministries and we had some experience helping, you know, with the youth ministries. And, but, but, you know, it was definitely an experience for me when I went out away from master's for the first time and, and started, you know, serving a church, you know, really kind of solo in a way and, and helping, <laughs> you know, start a ministry. So I'd love to hear kind of that process for you, man, about like 
you know, what are some, what are some things you learned from, from that kind of transition to this, this new type of uh, role in, in building something? Yeah, no, Donald, it's been, it's been a crazy experience. It's been awesome. And I've, I've learned so much, but coming from like master's commission, like into youth ministry itself, it's definitely a whole new ball game. And I will say like, even though I haven't or hadn't directly done youth ministry um, ever, even like serving in it and being a part of it in some ways, um, I've never directly been over it. But one thing I will say coming from master's commission though, is that like, that I feel so equipped. Like I feel like to do ministry, to build ministry, and 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 to like be able to, to structure things and and build things from the ground up. I feel so equipped. I I I you know I directed uh the master's commission for a little while and and um the Lord really taught me a lot in that process. And so doing this, I felt like knowing what to look for, knowing um, you know, who to get involved, how to build leaders, how to uh, build the students and what to add um, to our youth, the youth ministry here and the dynamics that we, you know, that, that we, the people that we have, the diversity, the uh, flag stuff on its own is, is um, it's a pretty different place. And so um, I know you were up here uh, a while back. You didn't tell me, but you know, whatever. Um, so um, yeah, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I just, don't I tell, don't you. tell, anyhow, don't tell Tila. So, I won't tell Tila. <laughs> Um, so it's just trying to figure out like what, what's going to work best for the youth here in Flagstaff. What's going to yeah. like, what's going to help them grow? How, how can I, uh, pour into them, not in the ways that I've seen it done in other places, but what's best going to fit and, and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been quite the experience, man. Yeah, I, th I think that's a fascinating, you know, conversation too, man, because I find it interesting that so God using for those of you who don't know, know what master's commission it's a it's a hands-on discipleship program kind of bible school kind of full in um you know nine months uh you uh yeah. decide not to date for I mean it's like it's like hey it's like going it's like going away and just focusing on God for a year basically and um me and Yanni were on staff for a number of years Yanni actually uh directed for a number of years the program and so I I you know, I, I, it's, I find it fascinating, this uh, blessing and challenge with the past season and your past experience, typically, God wow. uses to prepare you for the season that you're, you're heading towards, right? So like you might have an occupation, oh, you might have an experience with somebody with like, relationally, that was like a lot of stress or, or whatever, or you went through something, whatever. And so you have that experience and it, it, so that experience at masters helped you. But the key is, is that you still have a awareness and a sensitivity to the Holy spirit on, okay, yeah. the, the core, right. The foundation is this is discipleship is leaders, but yeah. it looks differently depending on where God places you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's exactly it, man. Cause coming here, I thought I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting into. I wasn't yeah. sure like the reason as to why the Lord like led me here. Uh, but as as I've been as I've been living here and as I've been doing ministry, like man, it's been unraveling. But the tools that I do have that I like essentially brought with me, right? That from the things that I've been equipped, um, they've been helpful here. 
to building the youth ministry. Because so when I got the youth ministry, when I took over, um, we had really like the the way it worked out was the youth would come into service because we have midweek services and they would come into the midweek service with the adults and they would have worship with the adults for two songs. Mm-hmm. And then during like the announcements, they would yeah, all get go. up yeah. walk, and they go to the back. To, we don't have like a, a youth room, but we have a, a cafe that turns into a youth room. And um, and we'd go back there and, and, and finish out the service there. Um, so when I took over um, initially, like I had to start like figuring out how am I going to do this service from beginning to end? And am I going to keep them in with the mm-hmm. adults or am I going to allow them or am I going to like, are we going to build a whole service for ourselves? And so I took the route of building a whole service for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we, 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 we have worship. Um, we have worship. We have our own announcements. We have, um, um, you know, we take our own offering. We have all that from beginning to end. Um, but I wanted to like I wanted to like jump in and, and get going right away, but it but the process it, it did take a process of like figuring out okay how how are we gonna do this yeah Who, who's gonna play who's gonna sing who's gonna play who's gonna preach who's gonna teach who's gonna be over this who's gonna be over that and so but a lot of the tools that I was that I was able to equip myself with and was equipped with going through Master's Commission um, though it's a different place those same tools. Uh, I've been able to use here. No, for sure. Yeah. And I, it makes me think too, like I remember a situation where we had a winter retreat at my old church and the new church I was at, I was like, you know, they were used to doing summer camp and they were used to doing fall retreat. And so instead I thought, Hey, let's separate it. Let's do a winter retreat. And it got a little bit of traction, but it ended up not working well. We ended up not getting enough people signed up. And it was like at a point where we were like, man, I don't know if there's enough to really do this. And so essentially it was a flop, right? It, it was a flop. And, and what's funny is it's like, why well, I thought, well, it worked there. And this, these guys were only yeah. two or three hours away from the church, you know, I was at before. And, you know, so, Hey, it's all, they're both in Illinois. Surely it's going to, but no, I mean, culturally the church might be different. The community might be different. Right. And so I yeah. think with, with all of our different experiences, we have to make sure that, we have discernment and eyes to see like what yeah. God wants to do where he's placed us. Right. Yeah. And, and some of that also has to do with like us being reliant on the Holy spirit and oh, not absolutely. just being reliant on our past success. Like, cause I could yeah. go, Oh, I'm just going to rinse and repeat what God did in my life before, instead of yeah. talking to Jesus and going, God, what, what do you want for this place? Lord, what do you want for this yeah. season? Yeah, no, that's so good. And that's, that's exactly it right there. Just like you said, it is, 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 I know I have this knowledge and I've, I've been to a lot of places. We've been to a lot of places and we've seen it done in so many different ways. hundred percent. And it's like, okay, do I copy what they're doing because it's working or, or do I just simply ask? And, and, and when I mean simply, it really is that simple that I would ask the Holy spirit, what do you want for the youth of Flagstaff? What what is it? How is it that you want me to run this service? How do you want me to run this program? And 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 honestly, uh, the Holy Spirit. I, I feel like the Holy Spirit has really been teaching me and showing me exactly what to do and how to do it. And and that's which has been one of the the coolest parts. I always tell people I don't think that I'm smart enough to do what I'm doing, 
but because of the Holy Spirit showing me and guiding me each step of the way, I'm I'm able to. And 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 even like the way that I think, the way that I see things, the way that I strategize and plan and and come up with creative ideas for our youth ministry, like it's it's all simply because of asking Holy Spirit, what what do you want to do? Like what yeah. what is it? You know, like uh, we had our pastor, Pastor Landon here, he, he, um, he, he talked to us one day and he talked to us about forgetting our agenda and asking the Lord, what's his assignment? Not my agenda, but your assignment. So let me put down my agenda and my thoughts and my ideas and what I think is going to work best and just simply pick up his assignment. You know, so. So, yeah, so. Uh, no, I, I think that's, I'm glad you said that, man, because that's exactly what it's been. It's been the Holy Spirit every single step of the way. No, yeah, I, it's, <clears throat> that's what it has to be. And I think, you know, we can lose track of that. Um, that o- obedience is greater than performance. And oh, so absolutely. when you come from a place of success, right, whether it's at a company, whether it's personally, whether it's in ministry, um, that, and when I say success, I would say a lot of times that has to do with uh, opportunities to do cool things or numeric numbers. That's usually what people, I don't say, I don't say that is success, but I, that's usually what people, um, will say successes, um, in, in a lot of, in a lot of people's eyes. And so when you come from that, it can, you can easily get addicted to it, right? Um, yeah. You can easily get hooked into, oh, like being able to do this for God um, instead of doing it with God. You can easily be addicted to um, trying to, you know, try, trying to repeat the past. Like, like we saw that um, um, a little bit and – I really never talked about this, but you know, and this is nothing against anybody, but there was a little bit of, of that with, with masters, right? Just, we were at, yeah. you know, we were at a big church in Phoenix and there was success for a couple of decades there. And then moving to Dallas, it was a whole different ball game and it was a different season. Yeah, And so it's, it's hard to not look back. It's, it's hard not yeah. to like, Hey, I, I want, you know, and, and I think I, I was, I read a quote the other day and it was, I forget exactly what it was saying, but it was, it was essentially just saying like, you know, idolatry is also looking back, you know, and just wanting that. And then just, and just realizing like, Hey, like success is like what God wants you like success for, for you. It might not be like, Hey, to have a 200 kid youth group. Right. And a lot of people try to chase right. after that success might be like, yeah. God's like, Hey, I want you to disciple four people that's going to disciple these 30 kids and and those kids are going to actually you know change the world like my my biggest thing that i i preached when i was a youth pastor especially the last couple years when i felt like i at least had a little bit better perspective about ministry is like hey i said my my win isn't that you come to my event my my win isn't that you show up to wednesday nights my win is that in eight to ten years you're still serving jesus like that's that's yeah. when I know that we did a decent job, and that we were yeah. effective. Wasn't that you just you showed up to an event? I'm glad you did. I like hanging out with you. It wasn't that hey you made every service. It's 
hey, when you go off to college, when you finish college, when you're pursuing your career, like that you that you still love the Lord, that you still want a relationship with yeah. Jesus, that you're that you're still pursuing Christ. You know, that's that's really the win. So I, I think you know, I think that is extremely important. So I mean, I guess I'd, I'd ask you, like, what have you guys? Like what? What's your wins? Like what are you guys trying to kind of focus on? And and you know, are there times where I guess maybe not only like a, like what are some things that you're really trying to prioritize in this thing that God's calling you to build? And then maybe yeah. even on top of that, what are some challenges that you're facing as well? Yeah, no, that's good. Those are good questions, man. Um, I think that my priority and and really like my heart, my dream is is to build um, the leaders, like the student leaders, right? Um, that are, I have these kids. We started a part of like launching our full service. We um, we we started our leader, a leadership program within um, our youth ministry That's for, awesome. for 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 the kids, and we met with them. Um, so we would meet with them on Tuesdays, or we would meet with them on Mondays, and then uh, before service on on Wednesdays. So we had a lot of like meeting time. But in those meeting times, we were really intentional about like building a relationship. Uh, building them up, teaching character, teaching leadership and what that means and what it looks like. And I think it's important, especially like, well, I had this thought. OK, and 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 obviously, like you let me know what you think. But I had a, a thought that like if the devil doesn't care, right, if the devil doesn't take into consideration, well, you're only five, five years old. So I probably won't mess with you yet or, or, or jack you up or anything yet. Then. If he doesn't take those things into consideration, then 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 why? Why not? Right. Why not start building these kids? Not that that people aren't doing it or other churches aren't doing it because they are doing it. But more so more being more intentional and being um, really like spending as much time with these kids, building them up for the kingdom of God as leaders, not just in the church, but also for the school. Like my goal for them to be leaders was not not simply so they can help me and serve and, 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 uh, and hang out, but like, so that they would be able to go back to school and say, this is who I am. Well, how old are you? I think our, my youngest leader that was a part of our leadership program was 11 years old. In fact, um, he's 12 now. He just, he turned 12 in the middle of it. Wow. But, um, and, and next, this Sunday, we, our service, we're doing a, a youth takeover. And so we're, we're running the services from beginning to end. And I have two kids, two of my leaders, Johnny and Caleb. One's uh, 12 years old and the other one's 15 years old. And they're going to be preaching with me. That's awesome. They, they have a point. They have a story. They have a, they have a, you know, they have scripture. They're breaking scripture down. And, and like, yeah, you can look at that and be like, oh, that's cute. And that's cool. But that's powerful. And, and, and so, like, I'm. My goal really is to like equip them, just like I guess really just like master's commission, right? To equip them, right? To yeah. equip them to to disciple them, to get them closer to God, to get them to walk and talk and look like Jesus. And 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 so that's really one of my main priorities is is leading them and teaching them, not just not just as a whole as a youth group, but taking even getting making our group smaller so that there is more one on one, more intentionality and um, more time spent uh, teaching specific things and whatnot. And so um, also I'm trying to think like structuring our youth ministry. Um, that's been, it's been good. It's um, we're still trying to figure out our flow and how things work and, 
um, our transitions, like from the game to worship and all those things, like, you know, you, you almost would have thought like, it's really simple, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, for me, at least it's a little bit difficult just cause it's things were still fresh. We're still new and we're still trying to figure out our flow that sometimes it can be a little bit rough. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, dude, let's get there now. Like, let's, if I could have like a transition yeah. practice before, you know, um, every Wednesday night, I would, I would do it. I would say, Hey, get here at five o'clock. All right. Because we started at seven o'clock. I'd be like, get here at five o'clock. We're going to run through all the songs. We're going to run through who's doing the games. And then after that, who's coming up next, who's going to bring yeah. the tables. Who's going to, that's a whole, that's a whole different this- level. Like when you when you leave oh, masters, dude. you're like, hey, nobody does that. It's just like, oh, really? I know, like, right? This is it. We're crazy, you know, because like it's like for for context, like we would do for masters, we do illustrated sermons or be dramas or be different yeah. speakers, and so we would practice not only those segments of a service, but we practice the who's grabbing the mic, who's walking off with the mic, who's all right. While yeah. while we're say at the beginning of this paragraph, <clears throat> the team is coming up and standing in place. At this line, you hit play. You know, it was just like, just like perfectly um, oh, good, staged out and planned. So, no, I, th- I think a uh, couple thoughts to what you said that really stuck out to me. Like, hey, the only thing I, I, I would say that I would disagree with is like, I actually do think the enemy, you know, is actually going after kids at five, right? Like, I think, oh, right, yeah, yeah, you know, or may, or may, so maybe, maybe I misunderstood you there, right? Like, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think I think I understand what you're saying now. So, um, but yeah, I think the culturally, you know, children's innocence are is go is is being attacked, right? Yeah. yeah uh, there's a statistic that says I think 95 percent of boys will see pornography by the age of 18. 95 percent. I think I think women women were well above 50. I want to say they're at least 60. Um, and so and so like. There's a lot there. Um, I when I was uh, associate pastor helping Brennan youth pastor at Christian Hills, we decided, hey, like we're going to be talking about lust and and yeah. that sort of stuff and um, uh, sexuality and those type of things because that was a, a hard topic. And so we met with the parents and I said, yeah. hey, because we had a middle school, high school youth group, and I said, hey, here's a deal. Um, <clears throat> I believe that we need to have conversations with young people about these topics now before they have them with other people. Because what will end up happening is if you're not the first person to have these conversations with them and it's with somebody else that doesn't have a biblical, you know, Christian worldview – it, by the time you talk to them about it, it might be too late. They've already made up their mind, yeah. right? Or they'll, they'll never bring it up, right? Because they're like, well, I've, you know, I've already. And so, like, I would rather be proactive than reactive. And I'd rather, yeah. like, at least, you know, and I think that, you know, that's just something that you said that that really kind of stuck out to me for a lot of people yeah. um, just in that, you know? Yeah, and just to clarify, like, that's what I meant to say, if I didn't say it clearly, was that. The devil doesn't take into consideration like the age. Yeah. Right? What I was saying, he doesn't sit there and say, Oh, like you're five, you're not ready yet. No, no, he No, yeah, he'll... he doesn't care. There's no respect. 100%. There's no there's no line. So then even as Christians, sometimes we're afraid to be like, Hey, yeah, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about, you know, like gender. Let's talk about let's talk about the things that the world's already talking about and you're not even three years old yet. Yeah. You know, 
and and if we don't teach it here or you know um if you don't teach it at home then they're gonna teach it they're gonna learn it somewhere else somewhere else 100 percent. and and pete i think people are shocked about how early you know what i'm saying like they're like oh yeah. like i and like you however if you're a parent or if you're going to be a parent or whatever, if whatever age you think that you should have a conversation with your kids about certain topics, not just sexuality, just stuff in general, you're, right. you, you, there's a chance if you're, if you're naturally overprotective that you're probably two or three years off. Like it needs to be a oh, little bit earlier yeah. than what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. So, something you well, said that I, I thought was, what'd you say? I know. I said, that's true. That's crazy. Though. Like, that's right. Like, yeah. It's, so. it's typically, it's typically, you know, what, what it looks like. Something, something you said, right. Going kind of going back to this whole building, like being a builder and not just a dreamer, right. That yeah. really stuck out to me with what you said was you're like, Hey, we're still figuring some stuff out. One of yeah. the, one of the number one ways that's, or number one reasons why dreamers don't actually go out and do it and build fear is one of them. Yeah. Fear and insecurity the other thing is, is perfectionism is they yeah. want, you know, cause I'm a perfectionist naturally. Like that's just how I'm yeah. wired. And so they want everything to be perfect. They, they want right. everything to have all the ducks in a row. They want to, you know, and, and for those of you listening, if, if God's given you a dream, if God's given you a vision, just start. John Acuff yeah. has a book called just start. <laughs> and it's, and the, and the, yeah. and the premise is with, with, and he's the guy who did the, uh, stuff Christians like blog. He's done a lot of, uh, he's spoken at catalyst conference, really good speaker, but yeah. the, his whole, his whole premise of the book, cause I didn't read the whole book. Cause I, I'm really bad at reading books. I just, am too lazy, but I got the premise of it was just like, Hey, just start, like stop start. trying to like over plan everything. And, and the key is, is know what the mission is, know what you're trying to accomplish. So in Yanni's situation, he's like, okay, I, it's to, it's to lead these young people. It's to disciple them and really disciple leaders. That yeah. that is that. And then all the other logistics will figure itself out. And and we'll figure yeah. out as we go. And I think sometimes, Yanni, like people are just like, Well, I gotta make sure like everything, like all my ducks are in a row. And at the end of the day, it's like, guys, like what are we doing? Like you you're yeah. wasting time and you might even miss your opportunity because you just just start, just go for it. Yeah. No, that's good. And, I, and a lot of people do. And I have that like, did I, you know how many ideas of businesses I've thought of like, dude, I want to start this. I want to do that. I want to build this. I, I'd like to get into that. Like, and, and a majority of those, if not all of them, I haven't done because I've never just taken a step. I've never just taken a step to say, look, you know what, no matter how it turns out or what it looks like. Um, and granted, obviously there's wisdom that comes yeah. into play. That helps sure. out a lot, but the first step is, is just to take it. It's just to literally just start. And, um, when we, when we started our, our work, okay. So, so I'm actually, so I play the guitar now. Um, cause I, cause I got to play the guitar. Uh, nice. for, yeah. So, um, so when we started our worship, our worship team and all, it was just me and, um, and then another girl who's, who's a, she's, she's in college now, but she's helping me out with worship and it's just us two. And then we added one other, uh, girl leader. Um, that's a part of our youth ministry. And then, um, and it's just us three and we're just doing, it's just an acoustic guitar, two singers and, um, in a cafe room. We, we, we got a TV after a while to put some 
lyrics on there. Um, and, and it's just, that's where we're at right now. And we just, it, I mean, like, are we ready to, you know, lead like thousands and thousands of youth? Like, I mean, probably not, or to perform, you know, worship or, or yeah. to like, you know what I mean? Like be on a stage. No, we're not there yet, but, but we started. You yeah. Know, we started and sometimes it's great. So the heart of it is always great. Sometimes I miss a chord. Sometimes I forget how the, how the song goes. Or like, you know, like I'm just like, oh shoot, what was it? Like, what's know, the melody? What's the melody? What's, exactly. What's the rhythm of it? How do I like? Sometimes you know, whatever. Because I got you know whatever a lot of my mind or whatever. But we just started, you know, and 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 we may not be there yet, but we're on our way. Yeah. We're on our way, and and all it took was just to you know what go for it. What's what's the worst that can happen? You know what exactly? And, and here's what here's the worst that can happen. It fails. It fails. Okay, so what? Like like like, and I think that's that's the thing with perfectionism and also fear is like the fear of fear fear of failing themselves, fear fear of failing God, fear of, yeah. fear of failing others from judging you, right? And so like, I, so I worked for Facebook for a year in 2020 when I got out of ministry and, or stepped out of ministry, I should say. And, um, got out. yeah, I, I said, got out of ministry. Like I was, like it was a prison sentence. Once I was released. And that sounds like it too. That's released from prison. I get it. all sounds like it was a good time guys. Overall, it was a good time. But when, as time. the Lord transitioned me out of ministry, uh, <laughs> I, I I worked at Facebook, and one of Facebook's models internally was uh, run fast and break things. And so that's how they always run their things. Yeah. This is like one of the largest companies in the world, right? Uh, Multi-billion dollar, maybe trillion, I don't even know anymore, uh, dollar company, right? Billions of dollars for sure. And they just go, hey, we're going to make changes. We're going to try things, and things are going to break. But they have that expectation that it's okay for things to fail, and yeah. let's do it right and there's a yeah. <clears throat> there's a guy i was i was uh i was watching and he was talking about how he he was a movie writer and him yeah. and his buddy were like story writers and he was and he he had this one story and he just he he was just uh he kept trying to like perfect it and he, and he took like two or three years perfecting this one story and his buddy uh you know wrote a film wrote a story and he, he got on the indie film and did another film. And then he did another film. And after two or three years, he finally got his script done and he was able to, you know, get it recorded, not on a big Hollywood level, but still get, get it filmed and get it picked up. But in that time, his friend uh, ended up actually being able to be on a Hollywood set and go to that. Wow. Why? Because he just kept cranking stuff he out just kept going. Yeah. in the same period of time and, and and from failing forward, right? I think that's the John Maxwell principle. Whoever it yeah. was, it's the leadership. From failing forward, and 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 from trying and doing things and trying this and going, and like he, they were able to progress faster because they yeah. weren't hindered by, you know, the worry or the fear or like, oh, I'm just gonna wait until this perfect time to actually do it. Right. No. Yeah. It was um, who was it? Um, the Hot Cheetos guy, Richard Montanez. Yeah. You know, that that company that he was a janitor, and their motto was um, "Everyone matters," 
and and his story is he he you know he used to grab the regular Cheetos and he would eat those with Tabasco sauce. And then one day he was like, what you just came up with this idea. And because of their like their 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 motto, he called. He calls like the office, hey, can I get an appointment? Uh, you know, our motto is everyone matters. And so I'd like to get an appointment. He gets an appointment, gives them this idea of of hot Cheetos. Yeah. That everybody consumes now, everybody loves. And and now he went from a janitor to I think Owen like high up in the in the yeah. company now and yeah. and so but but he start like he he did something and so it's yeah it's it's being a dreamer is great it really is and 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 it's great for everybody i think to have great dreams and big dreams god-given dreams but also it's important it's important that that we that you build it and you start it and not and not be afraid and even and even if you are know that it's that it's okay yeah, it's okay. It's okay to have that fear. It's okay to not want to fail. It's okay yeah. to want to get it right the first time. But if you don't, it's okay. Like it is completely okay not to, you know, and and so um, I think that God gives us these visions and God gives us these dreams, not just to, to write them in a journal, not just to think about them or, yeah. or, or, or like, find some sort of gratification or satisfaction of like oh man like i have this thing but then not do anything about it he gives it to us so that we can so that we can build a kingdom mm-hmm. in in different areas of of what whatever of life you know so no 100 yeah, percent. i think i think as we as we wrap up today some final thoughts from for me and then i'll, I'll let you have the final word yanni i think the difference between dreamers and builders um being a dreamer is fun yeah. Being a dreamer is exciting. Being being a dreamer is safe. Yeah. Being a, a dreamer, uh, there's there's not really as much pressure, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just safe and comfortable. But being right. a builder is uh, can be stressful. Being a builder uh, can be challenging. Being a builder will will stretch you personally, right? Um, you will uh, go through uh, challenges emotionally where you start questioning oh your, God, your, yourself like was this was this really God or is this you know it's 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 a whole different thing that's why you know it's in the same way and I, I'm, I'm always careful to, to link up the business world and and um, and ministry and, and the kingdom of God but there is a principle that, of reaping and sowing there's a principle where in like several times in like you know in the old yeah. testament whether it's psalm and proverbs it talks about like with like hard working hands right and those yeah. who you know those who are actually like you know doing that and and and, and the, compared to those who are lazy but i think the statistic yeah. is like 80 percent of millionaires are self-made right like yeah. they're you know and so <clears throat> in that measure of success let's say financially it's people taking the onus to actually take action. And so I say, I, I say the same principle, it can be relevant to spiritually is if God gives you a vision, if God shows you something, if God teaches you something, if, if God's given you a vision for your family, for your workplace, for a, you know, to start something, to, to solve, uh, to cure a disease, to, to start a business, to start a ministry, to, if he gives you a vision to help support, like I, I, I'm a big believer, and this will be a whole topic, so we won't go too much into it. Like that, we are we are starting to move past the church 
the church planter season, even though there's still it's still uh, important, but really church igniters that we yeah. have we would have more people, especially young people, instead of just trying to go off and doing their own thing, come under the covering of of an of the older generation and help support yeah. what God's doing with them, right? Instead of just trying to yeah. do a million. Now there still needs to be church plants, but but that whole thing, like whatever that vision that God's giving you, right? It might not even be a vision for you to start something on your own, but for you to come, you know, next to someone else and to bring this to it. So, um, but just go for it, do it, just start, you know, like as Johnny's saying, you have it all figured out. I mean, the guy couldn't play guitar a few years ago and look at him now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, final thoughts for you, man, about just overall this, your whole experience. And then just the whole, the premise of dreaming and actually building and doing it. Yeah. No, that's, man, I think that like this whole experience, you know, being in youth ministry and, and being able to build it. One thing that like when I first got out here, the pastor Lamb asked me was like, what, what's, what, what's the pattern in, in, of what God is doing in your life? What's, what's the pattern in, in how he's using you? Cause he was asking me, what do you want to do? Like, you know, what, what's your, what, what, what ministry do you want to run? All these things, what's your end goal? And and I, so I didn't really know how to answer just because I, I enjoy doing a lot. I enjoy, yeah. you know, having my hands here, there, youth, uh, youth, obviously youth ministry, young adults ministry, um, being on the worship team, like all these things. Like I enjoy all, all those things. But whenever he asked me that question, what's, what's the pattern? What's, how has God been using you? I really began to think. And, and, um, and, and, um, with master's commission, you know, like, I, I, I was, I, I was building from what we had before and building it over again. And then when I got here um, and he handed me over the youth ministry, I was building it. So, so then it became obvious is that the Lord, number one, has called me to be a builder hmm. and whether it's a builder of ministries or whatever it may be um, that that's, I know that for sure. And so yeah. I, I guess I would say like, what's, how has for any, for anybody that's listening, like what's, how has God, what's the pattern in which way the God with, in which way God uses you? How does he do it? And if, and if he's using you to either build something on your own, or like you said, Donald, partner up with somebody, because it's huge. And, and the fact that you said to, to, you know, work on the foundation of, of the older generation of the ones who have gone before us, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, you know, picking up what was left behind, picking up, yeah. encouraging all that stuff. Dude, being a builder is no matter what what it costs, right? Because it does cost a lot. But I'll say this one last thing. Being a builder is one of the greatest things that I think you could ever be because you you impact. And, and even if it's not on your own and you're partnering up with somebody, you, you're making you're just making ways for for the even the younger generation to be able to say, hey, I, I can be a part of that. I can yeah. do the same. I can, I can, you know, uh, jump on that boat and, and, and help paddle and, and go forth and whatnot. And so I would say builder versus dreamer, dude, just, just do it, build it. And, yeah. and the people will come, you, the harvest will come. For sure, man. Good stuff, Yanni. Hey, sometimes building it, you know, is for what you thought it was for. And sometimes I've, I've had experiences in my life and other people that, God was just using that to build us more than what we thought, you know, so God has a greater plan for it. Don't be discouraged. Um, but yeah, I think I want to just thank Yanni once again 
for joining us on the Temporal Eternal Podcast. I'm honored, bro. <laughs> and uh, for all of our listeners, once again, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe um, on YouTube. Leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate it if it was five stars. And uh, thank you guys so much. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next week.